0: Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And I am your host, Conrad Cushman. And with me today, I have Robert Anderson. And we are here to discuss our 2018 year-end awards. This is episode 36 of the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to do our 2018 year-end awards. Now, I want to give a huge shout-out to everyone who took the time out to vote on these year-end awards. It was greatly appreciated, and it really helped with today's episode. Now, before we get into our awards, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to get right into the episode. All right, Robert, I guess it's time to finally make this show happen. Uh, If you guys hear the mouse clicking, I apologize now. Robert, say what's up to the Everything Pro Wrestling world. How's everyone doing? All right, we're going to talk about all of the moments of the year. Now, if you hear me clicking through, that's because I have to get your results from SurveyMonkey, so don't be alarmed by it. Sorry, I apologize now if you can hear it real bad. Robert, first and foremost, let's talk about the most shocking (laughs) moment of the year. What did you have for that?
1: Uh, mine was the, the shocking surprise return of Daniel Bryan
0: being cleared for in-ring action. Yeah, 100%. Daniel Bryan, I think, was a huge deal for a lot of wrestling fans. I didn't see it coming. Timeout. I take that back. I did, to an extent, see it coming because of the Shane McMahon match that was being set up. And I said... The best way that this works out is Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan team up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You can go back and check out videos, podcasts, um, previews, like going back to around the Royal Rumble time. I call that. They drug that thing out for way too long, so I knew they had to get Daniel Bryan for it. I honestly, I didn't see it. I might have saw it happening in another company. I didn't see it happening in WWE. Yeah, well, and he was threatening to leave, so WWE had to do something about it. Um. Let's take a look. The other thing I wanted to bring up was some people are probably wondering, why didn't I put Roman Reigns announcing his leukemia? I just didn't think it was appropriate for the subject matter. We all know that's a shocking moment. That's a real moment, too, to Roman Reigns. It's just a kind of a downer. but Yeah, and I didn't want to make this like a down thing for the whole year. But shout out to Roman. Yeah, get well, Roman. Um, so we both said Daniel Bryan returns, and the people agreed with us on this one. Daniel Bryan Returns ended up winning with, let me see how much here, 26% of the vote, and that was the largest. This was spread out pretty well, though. Um, we had Asuka um, losing her streak to Charlotte. That one did pretty well. Nakamura's heel turn. Brock Lesnar defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Kenny Omega finally wins the New Japan title. All-in success. ROH secures MSG. That's another surprising moment that we should probably talk about a little bit here. Um, Ring of Honor getting MSG. Did you think that was going to happen after WWE put their like injunction in on it, kind of like to kibosh it? I'd... Shout out to New Japan. They,
1: they, they helped secure that. They definitely I'm... deserved it. Absolutely. Like, oh, we're not going to run your building, but no one else can. That's like. It's like the angry ex-wife. If I can't have him, no one
0: can. Yeah. And it was just a crazy year for WWE. And then even during that time, they still had the Saudi, um, the Saudi Arabia brown Crown problem. Jewel. Crown Jewel show. Like, what? Dean Ambrose turns heel on Seth Rollins, and the people were outraged because it was the night Roman Reigns announced his cancer? I thought it was perfect timing. That Very well done. Daniel Bryan turns heel on AJ Styles. I kind of saw that one coming. I didn't think it was going to happen in that match, but... Yeah, very early. Shawn Michaels returns. I'm disappointed in that. They they ruined the perfect retirement. And let's, uh, let's put a bow on this category with the return of the XFL. <laughs> Shout out to He Hate Me. Oh, my God. Nobody's going to watch that. I don't know. I'm going to watch it, and I'm somebody. Well, listen. I, when I say nobody's going to watch that, I <laughs> mean in the masses. Do you think this is really going to be... A legit competitor to the NFL. Well, it's not going up against the NFL, so. Yeah. Um, A lot of people. uh, We do have somebody who put in their personal responses. uh, Ghetto turns on and betrays Okada after years of friendship and partnership to join the betrayer, Jay White. Ooh. Robert's not a Jay White fan, folks. So uh, we're going to keep it moving to the next category here. Now, this one's a little bit more lopsided. We have breakout stars of the year. Um, Robert, who was your breakout star of the year? Uh, my pick was Adam Hangman Page, and his work speaks for itself. <laughs> now, why why do you say that? I mean, I've heard you speak about him before. Elaborate. Well, like piece. I said on
1: the last show, if you go back to even like a year ago, he was just another guy on the roster. He was like the fifth wheel in the Bullet Club. He was, he was on Chase, Chase Owens' level. No disrespect to Chase Owens, but... He's he's coming to his own. He actually, he's developed a character. He murdered
0: Joey Ryan, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. quote unquote. <laughs> Adam Hangman Page has done a lot, and I'm very impressed by him. Uh, and did that match at All In against Joey Janela? Yeah, they beat the hell out of each other. And Hangman, he just he
1: showed his innovation, his uh, initiative to just go out there and do better. <laughs> and and a lot of
0: people don't remember. Remember when he was in Ring of Honor? It's just Adam Page. Yeah, he like I said, just another guy. <laughs> Yeah, one ab- body in the ring. Absolutely, and I'm I'm happy to see him get his shine now with that. Um, before I get into my picks, actually, no, let's do that first. Um, my picks for where I had two people who I kind of had neck and neck. My choice would have been Ricochet for the person of the year. Ricochet did not win though, so this is one where we're both wrong. And my other pick was Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, I think that kid has a lot of potential. I was a huge Brian Pillman fan. Back when his father wrestled in the Hollywood blondes, um, even when he was in the WWF at the time, I thought that he could have been something on a main event level if given the right character, the right spark, and if he was allowed to be the loose cannon. My thing with Brian Pillman, I agree with everything you just said. He just seemed
1: something just seemed to hamper him at the worst times. Like he had the polyps in his throat and he had the car accident where he crushed his ankle. His it, it was just bad timing all around because I could have
0: seen him as a WWF champion feuding with Austin, that main event picture. And here's here's another sad thing to think about throughout the year. When you look at everyone who's passed away from the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart's the only one left. Owen Hart's gone. Davey Boy Smith's gone. Jim the Anvil, Nine Hart's gone. And Brian Pillman's gone. Bret's the only person left. And I feel bad for Bret because he has to deal with that heartache and sorrow and kind of has to move on without his friends and family around. But... Here's the beautiful thing about it. And Hitman, I don't know if you happen to listen to this. This is something real cool, I think, in my opinion. Look at everyone who has succeeded, though, from this now. If you look at MLW, you have Teddy Hart, D.H. Smith, um, British Bulldog son, and Brian Pillman Jr. reforming the Hart Foundation.
1: And shout out to Teddy Hart for getting his life together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was my boy back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, Teddy Hart's an amazing superstar. And if you haven't seen him, I would highly recommend you check him out. Um, But neither of those guys won either. So let's go through some of the other names on the list here. Let's see who people put in as the others first. We have Killer Cross. And, uh, ooh, help me out here. (laughs) Utami Hayashi Sita i not sure. Not familiar with the work. Um, I actually Let's see. No love for PCL. I'm very disappointed. I couldn't believe that. Eh. Walter. Walter got some votes. Keith Lee, Brian Pillman Jr., and Bandino even got some. Um, I thought so, he would have got more. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I didn't know about Bandino until All In, truthfully speaking. I don't know about any of you guys. Um, Marty Scroll. Got one for breakout. And and he's coming to his own, but I think that he's been established for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Similar to what we said about Adam Cole. His name wasn't on this list, but he's been established. I tried to write as many people's names in, guys. But for this section, there's only so many I'm going to put. You know, put. I'm surprised John Gresham didn't get any votes. I feel like he'll be like, well,
1: he can be on this list next year, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why some of these, the person who won, he's been in the ring for more than a year, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Rapungi 3K, they don't get a lot of love. Jay White, Boo. <laughs> Bianca Belair. I, I am a huge Bianca Belair fan. I'm, I thought she should have got a few more votes than this. You know why? Because she is <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I know those claps are going to be real loud into yeah. the mic. Uh, Lars Sullivan, yeah. All right. But the winner is Velveteen Dream. He ran away with 34.78% of the votes. Kind of (laughs) dominated. Yeah, the Velveteen Dream is a star, though. WWE, listen up. Don't screw this up with the Velveteen Dream. I see
1: right now, too, he's actually getting fans to demand he's called up to the main roster. I don't want to see that yet. I don't trust him in Vince's hands.
0: Yeah, don't... um... Yeah, don't wish for something like that, Belveteen. I promise you, it's it's not worth it.
1: It's <laughs> but not. He, he's he's had a hell of a year. Even in losing, like in defeat, he came out a winner.
0: <laughs> he's lost most of his matches. If you go from war games all the way through, think about it. The man lost to Aleister Black. He just lost to Tommaso Ciampa. He didn't win the ladder match. Who did he beat? Cassius Ono? Uh, he beat one other person, too, in between that time. Um, who did he beat? Um, Johnny Gargano. I mean, he beat some big names, too. But at the same time, he didn't win a lot of the big ones. But the people love Velveteen Dream. He's a great character. I love him. So, Vince, please don't screw this up.
1: He might be okay, though, because he is a
0: product of that performance center. Like they built him from the ground up. Right. He, he didn't make a name for himself. But he's a tough enough competitor, too. Yeah. So, But you know what? That may work in his favor. Look at guys like The Miz and all them. The people who lost, they end up becoming bigger stars, usually. We move on to our next category, which is Faction of the Year. This was an interesting one. Um, Robert, I think me, you, and the people all agreed on this one for the most part. Um, This really didn't shock the system because everybody ran away and voted for the Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era walked away with 34.78% of the votes. Uh, let's talk about Undisputed Era a little bit here. Um, Adam Cole, baby. Uh <laughs> He's the man. He was the first ever NXT North American Champion. But well, what are your thoughts on Adam Cole? He
1: everything he does, he just does it with just pizzazz,
0: I would say. Just he just Adam Cole's the man. Um we also have Kyle O'Reilly in this. He's been a phenomenal tag team wrestler and I think he's put on some of the most underrated matches in NXT that people forget about that are just freaking classics.
1: And he, he sells so well too,
0: <laughs> dude. Oh, the air guitar
1: that he brought he, air, air guitar is cool again,
0: yes, dude. Oh, uh, he's such a meat when he does it too. Yeah. Like, I can't say what I really want to say, but the dude's a beef. But you know what? It's a great character, and you just enjoy that. You just want to hit him, but you love him, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next person on that group, Roderick Strong, this comes as a surprise because when he turned heel back at NXT New Orleans. Roddy made an impact. I did not expect that in that match. I thought Pete Dunne was going to turn on him. and they were gonna have a. I think everybody U- thought that. But I thought they were going to feud for the UK title. I don't know. I like to see Roddy out there. He He's Mr.
1: Wrestling, Mr. ROH. He's such a better, he's just a better heel.
0: He's Mr. NXT now. Is he though? <laughs> I th- he puts on great matches every he time. He
1: always put on puts on great matches, but his character has always just been bland. Yeah. But now with the Undisputed Era, I feel like he's like tapped into something
0: that he didn't. He wasn't using. I think him being a heel masks like his crappy faceness. Not that he's a crappy baby face, like it's easy to get behind him. But there's something about Roderick Strong to the point to where you're like, he seems like he'd be a better douchebag. Like when he plays off of them, he's better at playing off of heels. In it's, my it's, it's like a varsity club deal, like the, the Jackson High School. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Um but before we end this with No, Bobby. Fish. Oh, I'm getting to oh, it. Okay. Bobby Fish. Now, Bobby Fish ended up getting hurt very early on in the beginning of the year. Uh he dealt with a knee injury. I don't know what he tore. Or... I want to say it was the MCL. Yeah, well, Bobby Fish is out. He's wearing that big knee brace now. What do you think? What do you have? Do you have hope for Bobby Fish? Like, here's my question. So, out of those three, O'Reilly, Strong, and Fish, who's the tag team and who's the single star? Because you got Red Dragon, but now I love the combo of O'Reilly and Strong. Just roll with the Freebird rule. Yeah, but someone's gonna have to. Do you get well, what we're I'm not, saying? We're not breaking these guys up. I hope we're not, but I guess Cole's like the leader, though. I see it as so. Yeah. But I I hope Bobby Fish has a great year and that he can deliver on all levels. He had a decent match with EC3 upon his return, and I'd like to see him just do well. Other than that, we got to talk about two other factions out of this here. Let's talk about, you know what, do we mention the Shield? The Shield is cursed right now, but we're not going to get into that. (laughs) Yeah, they can't keep trying to bring that group back sanity got no votes that's not a surprise i mean who's seen them (laughs) british strong style underrated underrated on the they got some votes six percent but big shout out to british strong style pete dunn deserves some respect for this too i had to bring him up because he's put on some great matches that match with jordan devlin if you don't watch nxt uk you are missing out bro i'm telling you isn't he injured during that match too like yeah he's already hurt he's still going out there Giving 110%. And, and Tyler Bates amazing, despite him like losing the belt, you would think he'd be like sour about he's it. He's only 22 years old. And Trent Seven. He's just there. He's along for the ride, baby. He's not just there. I mean, no, he's great. He gets he gets the sympathetic. Like, I can't believe he's getting beat down. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the OG Bullet Club. All right, the real ones. Oh boy, Thomas. Tama Tamatanga. Yeah.
1: And JP jay white
0: Do, does the bullet club still have a chance or is it over for them now that cody and kenny and all them like denounced yeah, it bullet club was here before and they'll be here after but can this sustain itself Do you, by the end of
1: 2019
0: is the bullet club still going to be around i think if they just stomp out jay white they'll be great <laughs> and the elite <laughs> we have rumors of all elite wrestling coming in uh it looks like cody marty I'm not, I'm not I'm using the first names right now. Sorry. Uh, Marty's girl, the Bucks, everyone involved with them. Are, Kenny. Yeah. What's what's going on with them then? What do you think's happening?
1: Well, four of the five, I'm not sure. We already know where Marty's going to be for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, You watch being the elite. It's hard
0: not to like these guys. They're popular. I, I can't believe they didn't win. I thought that it would have been real close with them in Undisputed Era, but the people have chosen Undisputed Era over them. And
1: so we're sticking with New Japan. I see you have uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón, LIJ. I, they could have got more votes if they weren't so confusing. Like I said before, you always forget these guys are heels. Yeah. Half of them are also injured. Yeah, that's a big problem. But not, Naito... Day in and day out, he just goes out there and just
0: crushes everything. Evil as well. Guys, Faction of the Year, Undisputed Era. Yeah, I can't use any music rights in this so <laughs> he, He's air guitaring right now. Um, we get to our next category, which is Wrestling Show of the Year. Um, Rob, what was your choice for this? What was my choice for
1: Wrestling Show of the Year? I picked all in. Yeah. Why? All, Why? Because I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I mean, you know, the talent was there, but I wasn't like, I wasn't sure on the production levels. I wasn't sure of the streaming feed. And, you know, if you watch ROH on um, pay per view or Honor Club, sometimes, you know, audio doesn't sync up. Power, not the power, but, uh, you know, the feed cuts out from time to time. I, wasn't, I, I was not expecting them to try their best.
0: They, it, they exceeded all my expectations. It was really well done, and if I really wanted to be a jerk, I'd play a Dave Meltzer clip saying that they wouldn't sell out that arena. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I remember. Um, that's Everyone why, remembers. That's why you listen to this podcast, folks, instead of Dave Meltzer, because Ooh. I did not believe that he was correct in saying that. In all honesty, wrestling is hot right now to an extent. I know it's not WWE hot. Levels of hot, but all in was gonna sell out. These guys have a vision, a dream, and Cody Rhodes is Dusty Rhodes' son. The man knows how to book some pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. Now, was that my show of the year? No. And you can blame Joey Ryan for that. All right. I don't know what that <laughs> was during that pay per view. Um, like I said, watch being the elite people. Yeah. It, uh, it made sense if you watched that show. <laughs> yeah, but that was still creepy. I, I was not a fan of it like i was watching with someone who was a non-wrestling fan uh shout out to paul who does the intro him and his group residency give them a big shout out um so we're sitting there watching it and paul's like what is this and he just starts laughing and i'm like <laughs> yes dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like dude i was so pissed that i had to like try to explain that to him like well, see, here's what's going on. If you watch the show on YouTube called <laughs> yeah. Be the Elite, famous How about you? dick wrestler Joey Ryan. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, subscribe to the Everything Pro Wrestling channel. i reviewed all these shows, and I had to go through for each of mine. And when I went back and looked at it, wrestling show of the year for me is also the one that the people picked. It was NXT TakeOver New Orleans. That ran away with 26% of the votes. Um, a lot of people were spread out here. From Phil- NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, Wrestlemania, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Who voted for Wrestlemania? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. We had some Summer Slams. NXT TakeOver War Games 2 did pretty well as well. Yeah, so. We're... Evolution got some love. Yeah, yeah. People liked it. Uh, yours was runner-up, though, 20% of the votes for All In. Um, New Japan Dominion got some love, too, 15%. But NXT TakeOver New Orleans, what a freaking card that was. Top to bottom. We had not Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler. Uh, we had the triple threat tag title match with, technically it was Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly until Roderick Strong made his heel turn on Pete Dunne and the Authors of Pain. We had a phenomenal main event with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Just from top to bottom, like I said, an electric card. Oh, that
1: ladder match. Yes, the ugh. for the North
0: American title, dude. If you have not seen that ladder match, tremendous, great work. Uh, I didn't. Meltzer give it five stars.
1: Ah, who Probably. cares?
0: Who cares what Meltzer thought? Because you can go watch my review. Because <laughs> he doesn't always talk about. Because he said all in wouldn't sell out. Ciao. So anyway, now. With all that being said, that NXT Takeover New Orleans was the best show. I think I gave it an A too in my review on YouTube. I loved it, top to bottom. Enough said. Let's get to let's get to our promotion of the year. Rob, this was this was some hard times for people. Um, this was probably one of the most lopsided things. Not a lot of love for impact, ring of honor. Ring of Honor got a vote. Progress got a vote as well, but not a lot of love. Um, Let's see what the other responses were. And (laughs) these people did not follow the rules. DDT got a vote, though. Um, It was mainly between two companies, WWE and New Japan. Now there's a caveat. Robert picked New Japan, so I'm going to let him state why New Japan was the promotion for him.
1: For me, it was consistency all around every one of their uh, live specials, their pay-per-views, they 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 just knocked it out. The in-ring product is unmatched. Unmatched,
0: huh? Unmatched. Uh, Rob, I got to disagree with you on that. Mm. I voted for the winner WWE, but I have a slash there NXT. If I would have separated these, I still think NXT would have won. Oh yeah. Or it would have been neck and neck with New Japan, and it would probably have been tied and New Japan would have won. But here's why I put those together. At the end of the day, NXT is still a WWE brand. WWE is still trying to get money, revenue. I don't even know if they're making money off of the PC and all that stuff yet. But it's definitely worth it, in my opinion. I think that they have some of the best talent, the best storylines, and it transfers over. The main roster, you could learn some stuff from NXT. You could actually become better. Monday Night Raw writers, take notes. Don't just do what Vince says. Maybe you want to argue with him a little bit, you know? I don't know. But I think NXT is my promotion of the year, personally, for me. They had the best matches. As I just said, um, we had so many awesome things going on in NXT that we just kept talking about and raving about. From the Undisputed Era to NXT TakeOver New Orleans. We could talk about War Games. Wow, main roster, maybe you should get that. But I think that they were just above New Japan Pro Wrestling. I, I mean, they could you could go back and forth with which one's better, but I I prefer NXT, personally.
1: Now, that being said, you know, we, got, we had some people, they put their own choices in there, NXT individu- individually, NXT by itself. NXT is a part of the WWE, meaning Asuka Street, ma- Street matters. NXT title reigns matter.
0: The history of NXT matters. Yeah, and it transfers right over to the main roster. That,
1: that, that goes to the commentators on Raw, especially you, Corey.
0: Yeah, I don't like when they try to kind of um, forget. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Oh, that never happened. Whatever. WWE is known for doing that for years, and they always cut people Rewriting out of history. Yeah, you know, like. Selective when, memory. Yeah, you know, when Bret Hart was like the longest first ever Royal Rumble entrant, then they just didn't mention him and they said it was Tito Santana. I could go on for years with examples of it, but I won't. Guys, we're going to take a quick break here, get some water, freshen ourselves up for the next round. We have five more categories still to talk about. And while we do that, let's also make sure that we talk about some college hoops with Josh Burton. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Burton, inviting you all to come join the fastest growing group dedicated solely to college basketball, Everything College Basketball. Just go to Facebook and in the search bar type in Everything College Basketball. Once you've joined, feel free to begin chatting with other diehard college hoops and nuts like yourself. Also, while you're there, go check out the podcast on Anchor, Podbean, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Just search up Everything College Basketball Podcast, and as always, like, share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Dig it! All right, everyone, we're back. First category to talk about is feud of the year. Now, Robert, what makes a good feud to you, my friend? A uh, good feud is sold on believability.
1: And you have to you have to invest emotionally into it. I think there
0: needs to be some pure hatred involved as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So. When we talk about this feud, there are so many to choose from in the pro wrestling world. And there were a lot of feuds this year, but I felt that some of them just didn't stand out as well. Like, this was a hard category to come up with, who was the best feud. Um, Let's look at some of them, because me and you had the same answer as the rest of the people. So we all agreed on this one. Um, Let's see some of the other responses. We have The New Day versus The Elite. Didn't happen in a wrestling ring, so stop it. <laughs> we also had uh Naito and Zack Saber Jr. And we had Tanahashi versus Okada.
1: That's such an old feud. I mean, it was kind
0: of reignited this year, but you know, they're like the John Cena Randy Orton of New Japan. Yeah. So it never dies. Um, we even put DX versus Brothers of Destruction. Meh. I didn't think anything of it. Son of Havoc versus Killshot. Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan, which I thought was underrated. I really did. Uh, That bat shot definitely added to that. (laughs) Uh, Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis got a little bit of love in this, too. Um, Pentagon Jr. and Marty the Moth Martinez. Shout out to Marty the Moth. Uh, He follows me on Twitter. Great guy. Give him a follow on his Twitch if you guys can, if you ever get the chance to. Check him out. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane have had a few matches this year, too. What do you think about the Bucks Briscoes? Anything with them? Was that a feud, would you say? That I struggled to put that one on there for the uh, people to vote for. It was more of a feud
1: like the over the last couple of years, kind of like with Tanahashi and Okada, where it was kind of reignited this
0: year. Right. It just carries over kind yeah. of similar like rock triple H. Like it's never really over. Um, what else did we have? We had Sammy Callahan, Pentagon Jr. They had a great match. Um on the I feel like that the- feud wasn't long enough though. Yeah, they they had some good matches though on those impact shows. Uh, the one where Sammy Kailan got his head shaved. Woo, good match. Uh, Austin Aries, Johnny Impact. There's st- it's still kind of going on after Aries walked out. Is it a work? Is it whatever? I mean, I think it's a work personally. But um, uh, oh, Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn versus Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan. What did you think of that feud? I love how Sammy Zayn inserted himself into it when he pulled up. Uh Kevin Owens off at that announce table. And Sammy needed that heel turn, I felt. He was kind of lacking a little bit. He was stuck in, like, uh, the same mode. And he ran with that character, too. (laughs) Yeah, he did a really good job. Um, You know what? And I think this helped Shane McMahon not have to take his crazy bumps. He didn't have to be the man as much because he had Daniel Bryan, and he got two great wrestlers to work with. And the return of Daniel Bryan helped. Uh, Charlotte Becky Lynch. That is our runner-up, actually, for this one. Good feud. That's uh, great feud, in my opinion. I, you big, know what? I'll, I'll I'll go with that. I'll go with great. But wrong roles. That's the only reason that like hurts it to me. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're they're adjusting them now. But in the beginning, Charlotte was the face. Becky was the heel, and I did not like that. I didn't believe it.
1: I mean, Becky didn't get booze. So was she really the heel? Touche, sir. The only heel thing she's done was make fun of Edge's
0: retirement. <laughs> And she, she got cheered for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Rousey McMahon was another one we had on there. Nobody voted for Roman Reigns' Brock Lesnar. Let's get to the feud of the year, though. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. In a landslide. Dude, 31 votes. This got 67% of the votes for this. Easily the feud of the year. This goes all the way back to, um, was it Brooklyn? Did it happen at a SummerSlam show? I uh, think you're right. Well, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but this goes all the way back to what I believe was Brooklyn, to where they're on the stage looking at each other, and Tommaso basically throws him into the stage and says, it's my time, and he goes out for an injury. Johnny Gargano fights and claws his way towards the NXT title, and who's there to ruin it for him? Tommaso Ciampa. And this storyline is still going on as we speak, folks. Um, I don't know where this is going to end, how it's going to wind up. I love the fact that now Johnny Gargano has turned heel and he is in a weird position that he is a heel that feels justified and thinks he's a baby face. Kind of like Bo Dallas. <laughs> kind of like the opposite of John Cena, you know? <laughs> like, same with Bo Dallas. It's weird, though. Like, they feel justified in their logic and everything else. Um, what do you think of the Gargano Champa? Huge fan of uh,
1: Ciampa. I like Johnny Gargano. Johnny failure in my book, though. Come on, man. (laughs) I love where his character's going right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. They got a huge cage match coming on tomorrow night for um, NXT tapings or whatever. It's already happened, but I can't wait to watch that on the network. It should be really interesting. We're down to the final four, Rob. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah let's talk about oh, yeah the tag team of the year <laughs> don't make me laugh what we <laughs> <Yeah. this. laughs> it's always important to have fun when you guys are recording a podcast or doing anything and uh I've been getting positive feedback about having guests on so Robert you're doing a great job <laughs> thank you for cracking me up in the middle of this uh tag team of the year lots of lots of choices lots of them in this one um for you Rob who did you think was tag team of the year? Actually, no, we actually picked the winner in this one. So we're going to have to hold off for a second here. All right. Uh, let's look at what we have here. So in the other category, people wrote in the B team. What's up flood. <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy, Carrie and flood in Ireland. Every time. Um, we got Rapungi three K as well. I, I like Rapungi three K. What do you think of them? What
1: I, do like you- the, I, I love that entrance with uh... a, <laughs> What does he have? like The, the fire extinguisher or whatever, the jetpack, whatever. Rocky Romero. <laughs> yeah. And the techno music. <laughs> Man, why, why did Rocky Romero retire? Do you know? I don't know if he's actually retired or is he just like maybe healing from like
0: alien injuries and he's good on the mic. So, I, yeah, put him I, the I just table. miss him and Trent Beretta, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's see who else got shown. Mustache Mountain got a little bit of love here. Um,. What do you you like those guys? Are, are they going to be the first NXT UK tag team champions? I feel like that's too obvious. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But um I'm a huge Mustache Mountain fan. They had an incredible match with the Undisputed Era at the Lord Albert Hall show. I think it was, was it day two? Yes. Yes, because I reviewed that on YouTube as well. I didn't do day one though. But day two, they had an incredible match. With them, um, yeah, like I said, we've we've talked about those guys enough. Amazing. Uh, The Golden Lovers were also on here. They got 8.7% of the votes. Uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. See, I couldn't vote for them because I know that it's leading
1: to a singles match between the two, maybe at that MSG show. Mm. They're going to tear down (laughs) two of the best in the world right now. Gorillas of Destiny got 6.5% of the vote. Love my boy Tama.
0: Real quick, so we glossed over someone in between that. A-O-P-P. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, A-O-P didn't get any of this. You know why? Because of that A-O-P-P crap, man. That really irked me because Authors of Pain were a really good team in NXT. Yeah, they, they might be ruined now. <laughs> I hope not. Um, bring back Paul Ellering, too, man. But I hope that A-O-P gets on their feet because I thought they were a great tag team. Even though they disappointed you the year before with your picks? Dude. Yo, real quick, <laughs> miniature rant. If you ever see me make my like preview and predictions, I never picked AOP for anything, and I was always wrong. And then the one freaking time I picked AOP, they lost the tag team titles. I was frigging pissed, dude. I had a reaction video to that. I was so <laughs> angry, dude. I'm like, dude, I never pick you guys. The one time I do, you lose the tag belts? Oh. Anywho. Enjoy the piss. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have uh, Root and Gable on here, so I'm surprised nobody voted for them. I'm I'm a fan of that team, though. I like them. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see know. it lasting. I have a soft spot for Chad Gable. I hope Bobby Root turns heel on him, though, unfortunately. Uh, SoCal Uncensored. Not, I see you. No love. Uh, the Best Friends got some votes with 6.5%. No love for The Bar. New Day and The Usos split each other. They probably could have came close to winning. But they, like, kind of separated. They broke themselves up with 13% each. Um, And the runner-up, let's talk about them, the Young Bucks. Too sweet. Too sweet. Woo-woo! <claps> Too sweet. Uh, if you ever go to a Young Bucks show, that's all you're going to hear probably throughout their entire match. Um, What do you think of the Bucks, though? I mean, I thought they were going to win this, actually. If you asked me beforehand who I thought was going to win, I would have picked them bucks are just amazing yeah you got people
1: out there calling them spot monkeys they're only good for highlights the boys can go
0: yeah absolutely they remind me like i said people probably hate this they remind me of the uh, young hardy boys they got it they got the moves they could do everything very athletic but who did they lose out to robert uh the undisputed era he's
1: air guitaring again, people.
0: Baron, <laughs> and I think well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Once again, I'm Bobby Fish. This is no disrespect to you. I know you were there in January, but you just showed back up. So all the credits got to go to Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Freaking amazing team, dude. Amazing. they put on some of the best matches, no matter who they're in there with. You can put them in there with Heavy Machinery. You could put them in there with Mustache Mountain. Uh, Who else did they fight and have incredible matches with? Uh, Pete Dunne, Ricochet. It doesn't matter who, man. They're killing it. Before we move on, LAX got no votes. And
1: I know people like the crap on Impact Wrestling. If you watch these kids, though,
0: so good. Maybe they got confused because they had the the OGs.
1: Oh, (laughs) uh, with Eddie Eddie Kingston and Hernandez and homicide
0: (laughs) yeah you know just saying they Uh, they were the original lx i don't like when tag teams do like the you know there's the rockers and there's the new rockers like cut the crap this one kind of made sense though with conan (laughs) i guess I'll, i'll let it rock but good for them and i think that team you can expect some big things from them in the future yeah impacts building their tag division off of them but the winners of the tag team of the year were the undisputed era excellent work um now we're getting to the big boy awards here and this one's actually the big girls uh we have female wrestler of the year for 2018
1: this one is we probably are you probably already know who won
0: absolutely we'll we'll talk about some more before we get into it i won't even play the jeopardy music for you (laughs) rob who did you vote for though because you picked someone who didn't win i voted for taya valkyrie okay why is that now you gotta you gotta break this down for the people because she didn't get too many votes 2%. 2%. 2%, See two percent, two percent.
1: I think that was just me. <laughs> I voted for Taya Valkyrie. I know a lot of people aren't fans of the intergender matches, but she goes in there. And she just she gets the hell beat out of her, and she beats the hell out of other people. You watch uh Lucha Underground or th- her stuff with the uh, what are they called? Uh, Johnny Impact
0: or yeah, Johnny, Johnny Mundo, <laughs> Johnny Worldwide <gimmick> Underground, name. <laughs> Johnny gimmick name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, she was amazing though. Um, that match that she had. Who's their lackey in uh, Impact now? I can't even think of his name. Uh, Ricky Mundo. Ricky Mundo. Yeah, she beat the crap out of. Her. He got <laughs> he jobbed <deserved> out. <laughs> he got that jobbed little out. Creepy
1: doll. But yeah. no, Taya's just. I became a big fan of hers watching Lucha Underground, where she had that um, that no holes barred match against Brian Cage, and she took that ladder
0: spot through the table. Beast. Beast. Um, and she's sexy as hell, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taya Valkyrie, when I when I see her, I kind of want her to be Tessa Blanchard. Like, when Tessa has to lose the belt, I think she's the next woman to step up for Impact. I can see it. And I think you'd be foolish not to have her on there. Let's show some other love. Guys, we already know Becky Lynch won. That's who my pick was, too. But let's show some love to some of these other chicks real quick. Uh, Robert, I'm going to say the name. You give some quick thoughts. How about that? Because people would rather hear some of your stuff because they right. hear from me all the time. Nikki Cross. Insane. Uh, Tony Storm. Very talented. EO Shirai. Work on your moonsault, but
1: you're great. Probably Shana- the best in the world. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler has improved leaps and bounds.
0: That's I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Jordan Grace. Thick Mama Pump. Holla if you hear me. Jonathan Gresham, don't beat me up. Yeah. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard is... She's, she's, just, his she's his just, kid. That's
1: Tully's kid, <laughs> even though she was raised by a magnum TA. <laughs> Nia
0: Jax with no votes for the
1: record, too. I think if she didn't break Becky Lynch's face, she'd have got some votes. <laughs> People don't like her right now. <laughs> Now, this one I got to
0: rant about a little bit. Put, do them both. Do them both. Bailey and Sasha Banks got nothing? Come on, people. Nothing. Yo, Sasha Banks and Bailey are being wasted. And if you think that women's tag team titles are going to help them, you are sadly mistaken. The Raw tag division sucks already. You mean to tell me, oh, let's bring some more women's belts in. Let's pay attention to that a little bit more. Get out of here, bro. Like, no one's going for that. I'm sorry to say it, but it's not not worth it also therapy draws ratings apparently ronda rousey <laughs> rookie of the year you know what i think she's in the conversation with kurt angle brock lesnar Solomonster said it i think most improved top person that's taken a wrestling very well oh, like like a duck to water <laughs> um asuka asuka finally got her just underappreciated due. yeah asuka's really good Love her. Love her as a fan um alexa bliss she's a bitch but she i love her (laughs) alexa bliss is decent i think here's my problem i like alexa bliss i just don't want to overrate alexa bliss that's how i feel and this she she's average at best in the ring but she her character work is almost unmatched (laughs) yeah she's really good at playing that heel role that she's always been in i wonder what she'd be like as a babyface though i don't want to know you think she'd be horrible bring back the little
1: glitter Glitz glam, whatever. Her thing was well, she, she was on the shopping block before she switched it up. Really? Yeah.
0: I did not know that. Baby Trish wasn't cutting it. <laughs> um, and Charlotte Flair was the runner up. She's the queen. Yeah, I love Charlotte. Um, and a lot of people seem to think that I'm a Charlotte hater and all that. No, I just think Charlotte's given way too much, though. Not that she doesn't deserve it, but she gets it easier than most people. Perfect. Perfect way to put it for me. So sometimes I misspeak when I say this type of stuff. Charlotte, it feels like it's just you're Rick's daughter, so here it is. And I like Rick, so I like you. I don't know. I just think Sasha and them are all on her level, and they can compete with her. I personally feel that Sasha is just a little bit better than Charlotte in the ring, but... I agree. Bailey, I think, is another one who gets crapped on, too, though. But enough about them. Let's talk about the winner here with 63% of your vote. Ivory. You just really said that in the movie. It's Becky Lynch, guys. Come on, there's no other choice. Sixty three percent. I'm surprised it was even that low. She's stone cold Becky Lynch, bro. She's over. She's the most over character in WWE on the main roster, hands down. Don't want to hear it. I don't care what you got to say. Actually, she's probably the most character over NXT. W. She might be in wrestling most over person right now. Becky Lynch is on fire. And you have to, have to get her to that match at WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey, in my opinion. I don't know if they're going to try and do a horse. What, what do you think with that? Is it is it horsewomen or is it going to be? Too soon for the horsewomen because everyone else is preoccupied right now. Yeah. Becky deserves it, though. So I got nothing. Ever since her heel turn at SummerSlam when she got kind of pushed out of the way. I don't really call that a
1: heel turn more than I call it an awakening. <laughs>
0: an awakening of jawing Charlotte? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> But, yeah, Becky Lynch deserves it. Um, Hats off to her. And female wrestling this year is the best I think it's ever been. I agree with that. All companies. So I'm happy for anybody who likes women's wrestling. And if you've been a fan of it for a long time, shout out to you. We appreciate you guys for loving the women's wrestling. And hopefully we continue on with that in 2019. Let's get to... Male Wrestler of the Year. And this one has a little bit of controversy. It's yeah. close. There's, there is a close. It's it's a hair away, we'll say. I'm not going to say what kind of hair, but it's a hair away. Shout out to Stone Cold. Um, <laughs> let's look at some of our other responses here real quick. So we have people write down Jay White was Ooh. your Male Wrestler of the Year. We have Austin Creed down as Male Wrestler of the Year. What's up, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Will Osprey and uh, Zach Saber Jr. Big fans. Oh yeah. Um, all right. More. There's more. Did I not? Oh, I'm sorry. Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi. My apologies. Thank you, Robert, for telling me that I missed that. Um, who else did we have on here? Johnny Gargano, four percent of the votes. Um, I thought he was a tremendous choice, but he came up a little bit short. Uh, The Johnny Failure failure stuff killed him. (laughs) He did it to himself. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, Pentagon Jr. got shown some love in this, too. Uh, He's had a tremendous year. I think his problem is his exposure because he moves around so much. He's in Lucha Underground. He's been in Impact. MLW. Uh, MLW. Yeah, he's everywhere. Shout out to to Phoenix, too. A lot of people forget about him. Um, Another tremendous talent. The Lucha Brothers. They could have been on
1: the tag team list, too, but they... Like I said, do you think they move around too much and then they
0: feud with each other on another show? Tommaso Ciampa, same as Johnny Gargano, same percentage of votes. Um, He's done great this year for himself. I could see him being in the argument. I thought he'd be a little higher up, but apparently not. Braun Strowman got no votes, and I think that's due to him not beating Brock Lesnar. I think it's due to him turning heel. That was a stupid heel turn, in my opinion. Yeah. It ruined him, and then... Oh, oh, no, we need a baby face now. Come back. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Brainstorming would have got more votes than him. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, Roman Reigns got 2% of the votes. Uh, He's consistent. I'm shocked. Cody with none. Yeah, that shocks me. Uh, Naito, 2% of the votes. Miz, 2% of the votes. Uh, Okada, same as um, Gargano and Ciampa with 435 Okada losing that belt and having that kind of, I don't want to say
1: breakdown. I'll say more like a mid-career crisis. Yeah, and and that storyline, though. That
0: storyline, though. In-rank psychology, yeah. too, that New Japan uses. Love it. Uh, let's talk about the top three here. Um, Coming in third place, the bronze medals, Seth freaking Rollins. And I believe this was your pick, right? Yes. I do have Seth Rollins written down as... The guy who I would have picked. Um, Seth Rollins has had an amazing year from that gauntlet match on Monday Night Raw to his WrestleMania triple threat. We can go all day with great Seth Rollins matches, the open Intercontinental title matches. Don't take this the wrong way, guys, because you're going to call me a hypocrite. The good matches with Dolph Ziggler, the good matches with Drew McIntyre, the awesome Shield matches. I didn't want to see it 15 times, though, with uh, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler, is what I'm trying to say. But they've had great matches, great chemistry um Rollins is amazing now here's where the controversy comes in guys so these votes came down to one vote changed all of this and I swear to you I looked at this yesterday and I believe that the person who I'm about to say was up so this completely changed over the last 24 hours the runner up for this award is Kenny Omega The cleaner I I thought the cleaner was gonna have it but I'm not surprised by who beat him out Kenny Omega is the runner-up. He's had an amazing year. He's gotten better, I think, in my opinion. He's done his thing, and he's the hottest person in pro wrestling that people want in WWE. WWE wants Kenny Omega there. It's the best bout machine. That's all I got well, to say about said. it. Robert, and you're going to take over for the winner and the person you pick to win. Mr. Consistency, AJ Styles, number one,
1: male Phen- wrestler of the year. Phenomenal. He's phenomenally phenomenal. Yeah, so what? why did you pick AJ? I picked AJ because despite some shaky feuds, despite him not learning to wear a freaking cup, <laughs> there's a compilation video out there on Twitter of him just nut shots. Um, AJ, he's just delivering everything on the mic, in the ring, on commentary and storyline. He's... he's
0: he's he just he's carried this company he's carried smackdown for the better part of this year it's just so weird to see aj picked in my opinion because now i'm try, not trying to crap on your opinion I'm just offering a different perspective because i like aj as well i thought he put on some good matches everything was consistent as you said but i expected some of these to be great like the feud with kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. it was good shinsuke nakamura all his matches were good but it wasn't that new japan level samoa joe same thing good I feel like Samoa
1: Joe should have won at least one of those. He, he They missed the boat with them, or he missed the boat with them, I
0: should say. It, it just felt like they weren't putting anyone over AJ because he had the video game promotion. He's on the cover of WWE 2K19. Um, It's on sale right now, too, if you guys want to buy it. That's free promotion, Uh, WWE Games. Um, Yeah, AJ is the man. He's phenomenal, and I'm not surprised that he won. I just thought that Kenny Omega would have it over him. Like I would have bet I was expecting Kenny, but if I had to put cash down, that's who I was picking. I am glad I was right. Guys, we're getting to the last award. And I think it's the most important one that people talk about all the time throughout the year. And we're gonna be basically gearing up in 2019 to do the exact same thing. We are here to talk about the match of the year for 2018. And did we have a lot of contenders? A lot, bro. Um uh Okay, so me and Robert had two different answers, and we're going to go over those. But let's go over some of the other ones first. We had some written-in responses. Uh, Robert, go through them for me.
1: Okay, so we had Okada versus Tanahashi from the September show. We had Omega versus Pentagon Jr. at All-In. Team WWE versus Team NXT. I believe that was that League of Legends. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, this is the NXT episode 472. This is actually on my birthday. Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the North American Championship
0: triple threat match. Phenomenal. Yeah, dude, if you didn't see that match, like, dude, all these matches are in the A category for me. I do my ranking system or I don't do the stars like Meltzer. I do grades because I figure it's easier for people to understand. A is great. B is good. C is average. D is, oh, hell no. And F is... Get out of here. Not even. Jenna Maraska and Charmel. Like, I saved that. <laughs> yeah. That's a special category. It never happened. <laughs> um, what else do we got here? An
1: underrated one, which I'm surprised wasn't on the list, but we had Kenny Omega versus Tomohiro Ishii in the
0: uh, G1 climax. Ishii's the man. Ishi, I'm a big, the stone Ishi, pit bull. Yes. Love him. Uh, Kenny Omega, too. Just a hard-hitting match right there. Um, let's talk about some of the other ones on here. 205 Live, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. No love for this one. I thought it was a great match, but I think it's just. Because it was on 205 Live? Right, and it's a shocker. Uh, I love the spot with the steel steps standing up. Beautiful. If you guys have not seen that, go on the WWE Network, and you have to type in no DQ, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. That Spanish fly out the announce table? Amazing. Dude, really good match. Uh, we also have from the Dominion show, uh, Takahashi versus Osprey. Osprey
1: is also Mr. Mr. Consistency, <laughs> who's working his way up to the heavyweight rank. So I could see him challenging for that New Japan title soon.
0: Yeah, I hope his style just doesn't, you know what I mean, keep him down and injured. I, he's too good not to succeed, man. Um, ROH best in the world. We got the Briscoes versus the Young Bucks. No votes for that one either. <laughs> yes. Um, is this our runner-up? No, this is our third-place one. We'll come back to that one. Let me highlight that so that way we know to come back. Uh, we had War Games. Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano. Really good match, dude. Great match. Ooh. <laughs> dude, this match was so good that the next match above it actually got one more vote than it, and... Rob, I got to ask you, which was the better match to you? Choppa, Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black Gargano? I'm going Choppa and Dream. I feel like, you know... The drama of the belt being involved? Not with
1: even with the belt. It's just like, you know, Velveteen Dream is already a star. I feel like this was like his coming out match, though. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Velveteen Dream did his thing, man. I When he hit the elbow drop off the top, I swore to you it was over. Um, Kevin Alvarado and myself were watching this at the same time, and... We both lost it as soon as he hit that elbow. We Mm -hmm. thought there was a new champ. Um, Kenny Omega versus Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom 12. See, I stayed up and actually watched this match after I got off of
1: work. And part of me was ready to fall asleep. But as soon as this match started, I got – it. I bought into it. Jericho, he's earned the moniker, one of the greatest of all time, best in the world at what he does. At 47, 48
0: years old, it's Y2J, baby. Um, let's talk about another match that I heard a lot of people talking about match of the year very early on. So after Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom usually sets the standard and they don't let anybody beat them um, after that for a match of the year. But this match was one of the first times that I've heard people say, no, it might be this NXT match. Andrade Cien Almas versus Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. It's just outstanding. The boys tore the house down. And I thought that was the time to give Gargano the belt potentially. And uh, they missed the boat with it, but the storyline's still continuing for them. So, interesting. I was in favor of almost retaining. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, You can take over for here. All right. New
1: Japan Strong Style Evolved. We have Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, the Golden Lovers, versus Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks.
0: I think this was on, um, what's the TV network that they show up on? Um, uh, uh, What's his name? Mark, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's network. Uh, look it up for me so that we could tell the people where they could have saw this match, but you had the golden lovers versus the young bucks and they did their thing, man. It was a really good match between friends. Basically. Uh, the storyline was that Kenny Omega had kind of like shifted away from the bullet club slash the elite and the young bucks were trying to kind of like be the peacemakers between him and Cody at the time. Cody wanted to murder this man. Oh, it's
1: also on Access TV. That's A X S.
0: Yes, uh, Jim Ross did commentary for this. I remember this now. Jim
1: Ross got crapped on for doing commentary during this.
0: Yes. Um. What was our
1: next match, Robert? Okay, so we had Takeover New Orleans. It was the latter match for the North American title or North American Championship. Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Adam Cole with the victory. That. This match was. It, it's almost indescribable how. It was almost a perfect ladder match.
0: Well, Okay, let me ask you this. What was better, this match or the TLC match with the uh, women that just happened? This match. Okay. Ladder
1: match. Easy.
0: Yeah, Ricochet is doing flips off ladders as they're falling over. It was great. Um, everyone played their part, and they look like stars in this. Everyone came out looking good, in my opinion. Uh,. We get to the next one here. We have... All right, we're going back to the G1. This was day 19. We had Tanahashi
1: versus Kota Ibushi, two of the best in the world. Did you check that match out? What did you think? I watched most of the G1. I don't remember watching this one.
0: I mean, can't, can't speak about it. We didn't see it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the three top three matches. Coming in at the number three spot would be WWE Evolution: Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, Last Woman Standing. A lot of people loved this match. I was one of those people. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was the best match on that card, in my opinion. For Evolution, should have been the main event. Yeah, I don't. Ronda Rousey's a bigger draw. I guess, man. I guess, but. Really excellent match between both ladies. Good to see Becky her just doing that match. Thumbs up for me. Um, number two, and this was my match of the year, in my opinion. I know some people are going to disagree with me. Call me WWE, Mark. I don't care. The NXT TakeOver New Orleans match with Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, the unsanctioned match. This is after Gargano's been fired and he gets reinstated if he wins. Awesome, dude. The storytelling in this is impeccable. Like, I went back and just rewatched the finish of it where Johnny Gargano sits down next to Tommaso Ciampa and they kind of do the whole DIY stuff, teasing it. And Ciampa's sitting there and what did he grab? His uh, knee brace. And he's holding it in his hand because he's going to turn on Johnny. Johnny knew not to trust him, rolls out of the way, puts him in the Gargano escape. And as soon as he grabs the knee brace again, he's trying to hit him with it. Johnny switches over into an STF, wraps the knee brace. that he, The injury that took him out, wrapped it around his face. He wrenched it. <laughs> yes. And Tommaso Ciampa was forced to tap out. But since then, Tommaso Ciampa has been the NXT champion. And like I said, the storyline is continuing. So you guys are going to want to check out NXT TV to see how this story ends because it's been Amazing. My match of the year, personally. But Robert has picked the big choice. And I'm going to let him talk about it. He can have all the shine for this because he made the same choice as everyone else. Rob, what is the match of the year voted right. by you and everyone who voted on it? So this?
1: the general consensus of the wrestling community is that Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world right now. Maybe, maybe tied with Okada. That said, two out of three falls at, at, at New Japan Dominion. In, um, That was in June, right? Yes. Yeah. Two out of three falls. They went over an hour. You know, usually we you get two out of three falls matches, you know, you go one guy gets one, one gets the other, and then we have our third match. They got the first two falls right out of the way. So we, like I said, we went over an hour, just back and forth.
0: These two, I don't know how they do it. They just get better each time they meet. The chemistry is off the chain with both of them. For me, watching the match, um, and you questioned, Kenny Omega had lost so many times, you were like, are they really going to give it mm-hmm. to him, or are they just going to let Okada continue this reign he, of dominance? And he finally won the belt. Yeah. And, and, and remember, the story throughout that match was, Kenny hit the one-winged angel. He never pinned Okada with it in mm-hmm. any of their matches, which is something that I think all of wrestling could benefit from. You don't always have to hit your finisher and have someone kick out of it, you don't need the near fall every single time. Ring of Honor is guilty of that a lot. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with that, but oh, they, they, they use it a bit much. WWE's been getting like that lately, too, though, for the past couple years. But they did a great job in this one. And you know what? New Japan's guilty of it sometimes, too. But amazing storytelling in the ring. Great in-ring psychology by both. I'm not mad that this is the winner. I kind of figured it would be. But, um, yeah, Rob. This was amazing to talk about these 10 awards, and I hope that everyone is happy with the results. I mean, they got a say in all of it, too. Like I said, this is a show by the fans for the fans, and the fans spoke. 100%. Well, guys, we've been talking long enough about this. This is going to be my longest episode ever, but I greatly appreciate it. And stick around because I have my reflection of the year and to talk to you guys. Well, you guys stuck with me this long, so let's end this with my reflections for the year. Um, Pro wrestling, it's in a weird state. Right now, Raw is horrible. SmackDown's consistent. And we got lots of independents rising. We got Ring of Honor. We have rumors of All Elite Wrestling. Uh, So many different things out there. There's a lot of wrestling. So if you're unhappy with the company, watch something else. You also have other alternatives. You can watch NXT. There's other promotions in the UK right now. There's stuff everywhere, is my point. So if you're not happy, watch something else. Lots of great wrestlers. Ask me, anyone else in the Everything Pro Wrestling community. We could provide you with some help if you're interested in watching something like that. Also, big shout out to my man Robert. He's been helping me out for the past couple weeks. If you're enjoying him on the shows, give me some feedback. Let me know. He's going to keep popping up on here for a few more. Um, he's been doing a tremendous job, and I greatly appreciate you for that, Rob. Oh, no doubt. Always great Always great being on. Now, while I'm sitting here with my end-of-year reflection, I'm going to wrap this up because this episode has went on over an hour. Um, normally, I try to keep them short, and hopefully we'll be able to do that when we come back. But let's talk about... Everything else that matters to me. Um, I've had a really good year this year with YouTube views. I've had two of my highest viewed videos of all time. Um, lots of views. I'm grateful for each and every one of you who take the time out. I say this every week, and I know it sounds cliche. And you're probably like, oh, this kid is BSing me. I'm not. I promise you. I'm very thankful for each of you. Um, everything matters, especially the Everything Pro Wrestling group. So many people in there to thank. Um, I have to appreciate guys like Casey Briggs, who always comes on, just like you, Robert. Uh, Brandon Anderson shares my stuff. My beautiful wife, Lauren, shares everything. Uh, James Farley. This kid does tremendous work for me on Twitter, sharing my stuff and gives me compliments. And it helps me build up my confidence to do this stuff. So thank you guys so much. And everyone else in the group. Uh, my boy, Steve, Jordan, all of you guys really help out with the comments. We go back and forth and they're talking. Whether we disagree or not, we're laughing in there. And everything pro wrestling, you guys are tremendous. And you guys are one of the best wrestling groups that people don't know about. So thank you all so much. Um, Twitter people, everyone part of the hashtag wrestling community. Hashtag wrestling is for everyone. Um, whether you have a podcast, and I'm not going to name all of them, You know who you are. If I message you in the DMs and talk to you about, hey, how do you make your show better? Hey, can you retweet this for me? Can you help me out? I appreciate you guys as well. Um, The Wrestling Aminu Crews, there's podcast groups I'm a part of. There are so many other Facebook groups. Wrestling Aminu is there for me. It is an app that you can get for your Android phone. I don't know if it's on iPhones, but those guys also comment on stuff, watch a lot of my videos, listen to my podcasts. You guys voted on some of this stuff, too, so thank you so much. And last but not least, a big shout-out to my family and my other family, my XGW family. XGW was an eFed on the PS4, and this year it actually ended. And with all that being said, um, I appreciate everyone from Cactus to Sick to Flood to Y2K, to my boy Ice, Kevin, um, anybody that I'm forgetting about, I apologize. I'm doing this off the top of my head. But I appreciate anyone who is a part of XGW takes the time out to listen. You guys are part of the reason why I started doing this. And once XGW ended, I really focused in on doing this podcast and trying to make this work because I want to become something bigger. At the end of the day, I would like to be in the same shoes as a JD from New York, a deluxe man, a Sala monster. But how do I get there? It's with hard work, dedication, and loyalty from you guys. If I don't build that trust, if I can't have those conversations with you guys, I've got nothing. Um, Rob, do you want to say anything else to end this? Um. Shout-out to wrestling in general,
1: you know. For me, it's in a good place. And for next year, I'm looking forward to what the UK scene has to offer. I've been really getting into their stuff lately. ICW Progress. My boy Walter, you know, he signed with the WWE. Um, the NXT UK product. Um, New Japan. Uh, Shout-out to the fans. Shout-out to everybody in the uh, EPW group. You know, we have a good time in there.
0: yeah. And I want you guys to bring more people in, do whatever you can. Uh, I'm trying to be welcoming to everybody who's a new member, hopefully trying to put out a post now when we get people in there. Um, I appreciate all of you guys. So if you're part of EPW or if you've ever had an interaction, um, shout out to Kevin too. He posted a blog about me. I retweeted it a bunch of times. Kevin, thank you so much for featuring me on there. Uh, It was really great to get some recognition and people see why I'm a wrestling fan and why I do podcasts um i love it and there's some good things coming up for me here in 2019 and i can't talk about all of them just yet but a lot of good things are happening in my life personally and with wrestling and speaking of that let's talk about next week real quick next week is christmas day and some people are wondering are you going to do a podcast on christmas day i see a lot of people in the anchor group taking off and everything else not this guy. Work don't stop around here. Yeah. That's right. I will be doing a show next week with Brian Williams. That's right. Brian Williams from THQ Backslash 2K Backslash Ukes. Uh, we are going to be talking about Wrestle Kingdom 13. We are going to do a preview, give our predictions, and we are going to talk about the big show. Uh, Rob hopefully will be around so that we can review that show together. And It's going to be a tremendous time, guys. So make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. You can subscribe to the podcast. It's everywhere, guys. Whether you use Apple Podcasts, we are on Tuned In now. Podbean is up. I'm on 12 different platforms now. So find whichever one works for you and subscribe. For that, guys, this is 2018. This is my review for everything. I am out. I greatly appreciate it. And I can't wait. And hopefully, you guys check in with me next week on Christmas Day to hear about New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview. Happy holidays. <laughs>